the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news and why it matters. We talk about the important stories and why. Why? Why? Why they matter. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? We give you the news and we tell you why. Why? 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 Why it matters to you. This is the news and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? I have to say it was still Kavanaugh, still the Supreme Court. Yeah. Pat, same. same. Doc, Mm -hmm. I assume you're the same. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, it, it is, but it's, it's really kind of a non-story. Yet it's huge. It? But it yet is. It, it's huge, yeah. and it has huge ramifications. But it wasn't a groundbreaking appointment. It was a good one, mm-hmm. but it wasn't groundbreaking. I I was kind of hoping for Donald mm-hmm. Trump to come out, you know, swinging. Um, but it's okay. So you know, maybe the court changes a little bit from Anthony Kennedy, uh, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think Roe v. Wade is overturned. No. Uh, with this pick. Um, was it Ben Shapiro that kind of pointed out if, if it would have been Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. she could have swung because she would have, you know, there would be four super solid conservatives that could maybe sway the fifth vote, whoever that would be, John Roberts or whatever. Um, and you could maybe get rid of Roe v. Wade. Now he thinks he's too moderate. To, to do that. And it's not that he's too moderate. It's that he and John Roberts have this thing. They don't they don't want to be the one leading the charge. They don't want to be the I think they both like to play it more safe. They they look at things very, very narrowly. This is actually all good for the for the left. Um, you know, they, they don't want to come out and say Roe versus Wade is out. They want to instead say this particular slice of it is wrong. And they'll take it out that way. Uh, you know, Amy, I think, would have come in and she would have said to four of them, because you need four votes to take a case. If a case came up with Roe versus Wade that was good, she would have said, let's go. But I don't think there's four people on the court with this guy that will take that case. What's so funny about it? So much has to happen to get to that point. Yeah. First of all, you have yeah. to have so new challenges, challenges. Yeah. challenge every step. The Supreme Court willing to hear it, and once they hear it, then how do you know they're going to actually rule on the blanket issue, or like you said, one narrow piece, or they could be charged with the task of ruling on the blanket and just say, yeah, we're we're only going to talk about this little piece. They can do whatever they want. That's still an awful lot that has to happen. Plus, here's the big problem. It's settled law. Right? It's settled law. <laughs> right. What no, are you that's do? a great really point. You can never no change way. a law yeah. that's been written. You can't do it. Well, so. he, wrote a, he wrote a paper with Gorsuch, and you don't know which one wrote which chapter, but they went through and they said, and it was all about settled law. It was all about precedence. Um, and so you don't, you, you can't tell which one is, is more willing to flip uh, the laws and the other, but they are, the point of the book was there are precedents that are set and that's just the way it is. I, I completely disagree with that. Yeah, I do too. Uh, so I guess you're not reading into the comments then that he made previously about uh, upholding Roe v. Wade because it was the law of the land? I, I actually do think he was sending a message because um, that was in one of his uh, decisions, the recent decision about the immigrant uh, or the uh, legal alien mm-hmm. girl that wanted to have the abortion. 
And he said mm, eight or ten times in there, um, just for the purpose of this ruling, mm-hmm. because the Supreme Court says or b- abortion is okay, which you could read, and he did it every single time. And he was just a su- circuit court judge then. Correct. Yeah. So the, what you could read into this is that he's saying, I'm just a circuit court judge. Mm-hmm. I cannot overturn anything. I have to live by the law. Right. But I disagree with I it. I disagree with it. Yeah. That would be stunning if it were true. You know what's so funny about this? People are so engaged on this pick. And on one hand, you go, wow, people are paying attention to the Supreme Court. It's great to be involved in government. But they're not actually boring it down to facts or the things that matter. It's just the outrage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, years how ago, could you be outraged last yeah. night <laughs> before, the pick? B- before the pick even before happened? The pick. Did yeah. you see the women's march press release? Yeah. Where yes. they where they had plug it, in the name. We, yeah, we have we have a picture of <laughs> okay, that. I believe. See this. Yeah. Uh, so the women's march sent out the email about, uh, you know, their statement. They released their statement about uh, how they felt about the pick and they forgot wow. to actually go back in and add the name <laughs> of Kavanaugh. Awesome. So, because they already had this prepared, so uh, the nomination double, of XX. How do you know XX wasn't his frat boy name? <laughs> you call him Double X. That's, that's right. right. Double X <laughs> is a threat to humanity. That's right. right. So, that's a great point. It is, it's remarkable because, and you know, this is what it was. I I contend that Donald Trump could have said everything up to well, let, let me use let me use Kagan. Okay, <laughs> I think he could have said, "I'm just going to give Kagan an extra vote." And I think they'd still be out. <laughs> or if he said, let's go back to Garland. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's let's give him a shot they would time. not yeah. have done it. Yeah. They wouldn't have done it. So the people that were out there, because they were ready to go, they had their no Kavanaugh signs, right? They brought multiple signs, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to go, Barrett, damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kavanaugh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, preparation. Yeah. We ha- go ahead. It, it, it is the same mistake that the media made and the Women's March made. When he first got into office. Okay, you can hate him all you want, you know, prior to. Now he's president. So what's he going to do? Watch him and see what he's going to do. Like we did. We waited and said, okay, you've already heard our point of view. Now proof is in the pudding. So let's watch him. They didn't do that. The minute he takes oath, they're marching all across the country. Mm -hmm. And it discredited them. Here they have a very reasonable person that's going to it's going to play out mm-hmm. to where this guy I really think this guy is going to have a pretty easy time getting in I really do unless something comes out of the hearing and he blows it um, but you know they'll put him through the ringer on that and then he'll he'll be the Supreme Court justice how many times can you say the sky is falling this is the worst ever before your people are like you know we have we haven't even seen the guy yet yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, and I do. we have a couple of the videos uh, of these protests going on that I do want to play. Let's watch first the um, just these people. They're, they're yelling these things and they're just it, it's mindless. Take a watch. What do we want? Maybe she's yeah. saying meow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's, what do you want, 
Cats meow. Cats meow. I would, I would attend that protest. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I know. I mean, it's just they can't even, because they don't even know who he is. They have no idea what his record is. They have no idea who he even is. So the only thing that they can think of to yell is just now. And can we get now. beyond the what do we want and when do we want it? Is this all we have? Is this... The best American. No, we also have hey, hey, ho, ho. Fred Kavanaugh has to go. We got that. that. We put a we put a man on the moon. (laughs) This is who we have. This is who we've turned into. No. And we've got uh, another one with just some of the Democrat leaders just talking about how incredibly dangerous he is. Watch this. We must ensure that we defeat Brett Kavanaugh. All our rights are at stake. We are in the fight of our lives. He is a dangerous man who will endanger our fundamental freedoms. This just must not become the next justice on the Supreme Court. And what that will take is all of us fighting as hard and as long as we can. I am not going to kid anybody. This is a tough fight, but it is a fight that we can win. Mm, powerful group of women there. Yeah, exactly. Especially that last Here's one. Here's how you know it's all yes. its all just play. It's all just pageantry. Because you didn't see this with Gorsuch. Where, where, did you see anywhere near this? And Gorsuch is, by all accounts, more, more conservative, right? Conservative, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you see it? Because we're real close to the midterms. Yeah. They're looking for the blue outrage. But it's, it's, it, the signs <laughs> so bother me. Printed Kavanaugh. Stop Kavanaugh. Printed. Mm-hmm. That really does mean they printed those yeah. signs with everybody's name on it. Yep. I mean, it's just, it, that is craziness. Yeah, okay, I'll true, give cause... 10 bucks if they can find the Stop Barrett sign that they laid over in the grass that they discarded because they had those printed up as well. Yeah. Oh, there, there they are. Do we have them? That's Kethledge, true. Kethledge, Hardeman, yeah. and Kavanaugh. There they are. There it is. There they are. Uh, well, Kavanaugh, does, Kavanaugh doesn't even, have the hashtag. They're so sexist, they didn't even put Amy Coney Barrett up there. You don't there want to stop her? Why? No, that's right. Yeah, because as if they uh, would have been okay with her. I would be so her. excited today if it was Barrett. Yeah, that yeah. Would, I would be really excited. I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. We have another one who could be good. He could be bad. He's one of those. You know, when, when Shapiro was on today and said he's very much like John Roberts. Oh, dear God, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't want another one of those. It's, that's you. This is what makes this so crazy is they've taken Kennedy and replaced him with probably another Kennedy. Yeah. And and everyone's up in arms about it. I know. The hysteria can, you that's imagine, can you imagine what happens when Ginsburg, if Donald Trump is president when Ginsburg, they are going to lose their minds. Or will they? <laughs> I mean, I seriously, know. I think this is pomp and circumstance. I don't think you see anything worse than the protests here. The worst it'll be, I think, is in is comparison, comparable. I mean, mm. well, and I went looking at his record trying to, you know, find out more about him. Um, and I, I mean, as a conservative, I was a little bit worried on uh, his past decisions on privacy. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's got Fourth Amendment issues. theory on Here's, privacy. He's, mm-hmm. he's, the problem with him is... Is he is Donald Trump appointed a Republican, not a conservative, certainly not a constitutionalist, a Republican. And that's a dangerous way to go. It's that's what the the Democrats appoint. They appoint a Democrat. I want somebody who's going to read that uh, that Bill of Rights and go, sorry, 
Yes, I know what you're saying, and I know you're on, I'm supposed to be on your side, but the Constitution says this, no. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. Um, and he, so he stood behind warrantless government surveillance and said that national security needs outweigh impact on privacy. I mean, that's terrifying wow. to me. Yeah. No, wow. Um, nope. he Let's su- see, if we're willing to give up our, uh, security. our, our freedom for our security... Yeah. We'll lose both, and we deserve neither. Yeah. That's Ben That's Franklin, a, kind of a smart guy, kind of knew what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, a little bit. A little he couldn't bit. have foreseen this. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also supported police putting a GPS tracker on a suspect's car without a warrant. Oh, my gosh. And Jeez. said that the suspect had no reasonable expectation of privacy for his movements. What? You know, if I mean, you would have... a little bit scary, if the, right? if the left, well, if the left were genuine... Because this used to be their kind of thing, mm-hmm. okay, ACLU. You wait a couple of days. You have this. You have this information. You wait a couple of days. And then you come out as you're about to ask him some questions. You ask him all those questions, and you, ha- you have it loaded for that. That way you grab the p- some people in the middle who are like me who say, wait a minute, wait a minute, I- I'm not really in the middle. I'm just a classic liberal or libertarian, and I don't want any of that crap here. So I may disagree with why they want you off, but I'm with you on that. Instead, they've made this just this war that nobody's going to listen to. Yeah. Uh, Before we take a break, I have to ask really quickly, did anyone here find out why there was a sign circumcision harms at this (laughs) protest? Tried to figure that out, Uh, but no. No. Uh Is it an anti-Jewish thing? That's the that's the closest I can come to a to an actual. So you're saying it doesn't? Reason? I am not. I'm not weighing on that. I'm guessing because this has been an issue. People have tried to throw out there different groups of people. Yeah, but at the SCOTUS protest, maybe they were just looking for cameras. I don't know, or maybe there's something more. That's a great point. Maybe there's well, we were hiding in Kavanaugh's closet. Well, let me tell you what's ha- what's hiding in the pizza parlor that he goes to. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. oh okay. Yeah, we're gonna take a break okay. now. We'll be back. Like listening to this podcast? If you're not a subscriber, become one now on iTunes. And while you're there, do us a favor and rate the show. This is the news. And why? 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 Why it matters. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. There's been all of this Supreme Court craziness going on, and uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about what was going on in Thailand with the cave Mm. rescue. So finally, all of those boys were rescued. It's a really good human interest story because all 13 of them, the 12 uh, kids from the soccer team and the coach, all got out alive. There was a sad aspect that one of the one of the divers died the other day, uh, apparently passed out, maybe ran out of oxygen, and, and then he died later. So how, how long was the trip? Hours. Well, hours. Yeah. One of them said, I think it depended on what day you did the trip. A- at first, I think it was a 90 minute swim. Then it turned into three to six hours. Mm. It's I mean, it's a grueling. You look at this, uh, this little um, image of what they were swimming through. And then, so they swim from the bottom up there to that turn, and then they have to take their tank off because it won't fit. That is scary. Yeah. And then pull themselves really around scary. the curve and then put the tank back on mm-hmm. and continue out of it. But it's not, it's, one of those, it's not one of those pretty, 
you know, oh, we're in the Bahamas where you can't see no, anything. It's not like you're in Hawaii water. snorkeling. That's that's mud water. Yeah. You can't see anything. So they're basically swimming blind. You got to feel your way. And it's a cramped coffin like space. And have, water. have you have any of you been yeah. scuba diving? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, to, to have to take your tank off and carry it through. That's terrifying. When you're 13 or 14 years old. Yeah. I mean, and some of them couldn't swim. That's a tough ask for those kids. But I was, they made it. I was in um, the Bahamas someplace on vacation. We were way, way out. And there was um, some caves that you could dive in. And so I went diving and had to go into a tunnel. And three quarters of the way in, I thought I was starting to have a heart attack. And I bob up and my whole right side is like, you know, I'm just like, ah. And uh, everybody had to grab my stuff and haul me out. And I couldn't, I couldn't have anything on me or anything. And it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And it was from here to the chalkboard. I can't imagine mm-hmm. what that was like. Mm-hmm. Treacherous. Uh, uh, I find it interesting how Elon Musk plays into this also. He built that one-man submarine. Yeah, and this this face. is one of the things where I started disliking Elon. At first, I was like, hey, he's going to help, and that's good, because I have this love-hate relationship with him. I think but everyone he's, does. He's fascinating. I like him. I, I mean, I like his swagger. He's inventive. Mm. I love all that. I hate that he takes the money, the yeah, grants, and whatever. This, though, ended up seeing more like it was about him like getting attention. Publicity. Publicity. Oh, I'm sure it was. Mm. Because you got to know that's not going to fit through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's. I think yeah. he. I read on Twitter. He said that he built those, and then he took them there, and he left them there in Thailand just in case they needed them. Mm. So. And they said, "Yeah, these very, won't fit. yeah, very okay. generous." So, wait, so, so wait, when did he make those? Supposedly, he like, right, right off, right away. He heard about it, and he got his engineering team, and they had parts of this, but most of it was not together, and they quickly built them. They picked up parts in California and then somewhere else and flew to But Thailand. that's what I found so interesting. That that right away, he was like, we're going to make something to help. Huh. Did he not see that it was like, you know... I don't Maybe know. Maybe he didn't. What about flying them all to Mars? That would have gotten him out of the cave. Right. You know, you just put him, <laughs> put him in his Tesla. That... I sent my Tesla to Thailand. Oh, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think of the coach who took them in that, uh, that cave? I know that there are some people who are saying he should be brought up on negligence I guess charges. this is done a lot. Yeah. From what I've heard uh, is that they do this. They check out those caves. And so I don't know. This one should have a marking. um, Maybe. But I I don't know if he had uh, permission from the, you know, in the United States, you'd have to really have permission slips all signed in. Every kid would be there with their lawyer. Mm -hmm. You'd have to take some sort of physical to make sure you're up to the task. In Thailand, I don't don't know if they do any of that. Yeah. Uh, Doc, tell us about the 2011 forever stamp. Yeah, uh, 2011, the U.S. Post Office puts out a Statue of Liberty stamp, forever stamp. They make about $70 million in profit off of this. This is one of the reasons they always release the stamps, because they make a bunch of money, Mm -hmm. even though they are tens of billions of dollars in debt. And we will likely at some point end up bailing them out. But regardless, they make $70 million. Actually, now we find out it's a little bit less because they have to give about three and a half million to the guy who designed the Statue of Liberty in front of New York, New York. So the designer said, all right, you want a Statue of Liberty stamp? Great. 
and he goes through and finds some images of the Statue of Liberty, but not the one in New York Harbor, the one in front of New York, New York in Las Vegas. Oh my God. Which is, oh is actually gosh. pretty different when you see them side by side. The faces, <laughs> thinner, looks, whatever, it's smoother, the whole thing. So the designer of that one's like, that's, that's copyright infringement, it's intellectual property, sorry. And they sued, 3.5 million awarded to them, oh, plus of course attorney's fees. I think that's good. Wow. That should be. But the funny thing is, the government argued, no, no, it's so similar to the Statue of Liberty, oh, it really doesn't really? matter. Right, and this is on behalf of the United States Post Office, so I thought, they're lucky they lost that. If they had set precedent, what could we create from copyrighted material that they have, from stamps and whatever? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, doesn't that open up some sort of, but yeah, 3.5 million. Really, that's fascinating. Did you guys see... This is about a week or so ago. Um, Amazon shot up. Federal Express and UPS uh, went through the floor. They lost, I think it was like $18 billion worth of value in one day. And it's because Amazon came out and said, we think we're going to go into the delivery service. Just the hint of it pummeled those stocks. Wow. Wow. Makes is. sense, though, because you look at the industries and the companies they've decimated. And all of them. everything they get into, they decimate I, all the competition. I talk about this in the book that's coming out September 18th, um, Addicted to Outrage. How, how, I'm, I've always been the guy who is for corporations and everything else. And I've always thought, oh, please, you know, when you watch Blade Runner, it's like, well, the corporation wants you back. Shut up with the government being the corporation. <laughs> I could see that now with mm-hmm. Google and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Who controls who? Who do? Who has the real power? The United States government or Google? I contend Google does. Yeah, uh, Glenn. Really quickly, you can't stop talking about Ant Man. It was that. It was that good. It was that good. Really? I just, yes. I mean, well, you know, I mean. I like to go see a film from time to time, and yes. and uh, and especially anything that is, is very artsy, very artsy, yeah. and uh, and <laughs> right. moving, and historically <laughs> accurate. And I think Ant Man is. Uh, I actually liked the first one, yeah, um, but I didn't love it. Uh, but I liked it a lot. This one, I think, is my favorite out of all of the Marvel. Wow. Which, A, is a huge thing to say, generally speaking. But B, when do you find a sequel? that you can say is better than the original? Because usually Not, the sequels... Uh, Star Wars. First, yes. Empire, Star Wars. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, Back was Absolutely. Better. Was better. But right. this one was... I, I thought this one was really funny. Howard the Duck yeah. 2 was better than uh, one. Okay. So. Well, I don't think they made Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another program that I think you're going to like. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. All right, I was uh, looking at this study. University of Chicago economists taught these machines how to uh, guess a person's income, political ideology, race, those types of things. Um, on their consumer behavior and, and things like that. So 
I wanted to share with you guys uh, some of these responses, these predictors. The first of which is I want to go to things that best predict a person is liberal, because I found this to be very interesting. Um, so consumer behaviors, not owning a fishing rod, 56.9% of the time that predicted that you were liberal. I don't own one. Didn't use any frozen bread or dough. I was trying to figure that one out. Why that? <laughs> why that would be a conservative behavior? May freeze the, I don't know. Because mm. they're conservative with their. Well, a lot of older their, people maybe have free freezers and yeah. stocks up. Yeah. Uh, and then for the brand, have big ki- big families maybe. Oh, that might be maybe it. That's, yeah. Yeah. That might be it. Uh, drank any alcoholic beverage. I understood. Uh, but brands didn't use Jif. So, um, and then didn't buy at Arby's. Yeah. Didn't own a Chevrolet, 54%. These all make sense to me, actually. Do they? Yeah, they do. I mean, look at it. Um, Bought a novel, okay, about 50% of us. Didn't use ranch salad dressing. That's crazy. But the disposable Disposable plates, plates, yeah. the fishing equipment, Arby's is a kind of a center of the country kind of thing. Jif, I don't know. Applebee's, center of the country. Chevrolet, they, they're yeah. b- basically that and Ford are, yeah. are, are trucks. Uh, uh, Tyson Chicken, I don't know what that's about. Sonic is also in the center of the country, isn't it? Or is that in California, too? It's all over now, pretty is much, it? yeah. Wrangler, of course. It's, nobody's, little Debbie, I'm too healthy for that. <laughs> Dockers, not cool I'm enough. Dockers. What's interesting about Arby's? And I eat, by the way, Cool yeah. Whip. You can eat that. I by itself. Care. By itself. It's not just a topic. Eat it frozen. Uh-huh. Have you ever put it in frozen? Yeah. It's like ice cream. So Arby's is interesting because Arby's is a, they give to progressive causes. It's a pretty much progressive company. Mm. So if you're not using oh, it. Oh, that is interesting. And then when you look at uh, Chevy, Chevy bailed out by Obama, set up by that whole mm-hmm. admit, which I refuse to buy Chevy products now because of that. They already got my money. I'm not going to give them any more. Right. How come that's not more supported by progressives? That is a great point. Uh, And then let's look at the one that uh, they predicted whether or not a person was white, which I also found to be interesting. So they showed the two different, this doesn't quite fit it, but it's from 1992, 2004, and 2016. And it shows the different um, trends in those years. But in 2016, owns a pet, 63%, owns a flashlight, wait a minute, wait a minute. 63% white people own a pet. It's 63%. Accurate that if if you own a pet, you're white. Yeah. Really? Isn't that bizarre? Blacks and Hispanics don't like pets. <laughs> Why would that be? Isn't that bizarre? I yeah, know. I found really it to be very weird. interesting. And if you notice, the owns a pet actually goes up each of these. It's kind of down weird. in the middle in '92, and then it goes up in 2004, and then up again in owns 2016. Owns a flashlight. Owns a flashlight. That one could went up that too. Could that be because really if you own a flashlight, it's like owning a toolbox in a way you kind of have you know you're not living in an apartment mm-hmm. you're probably a homeowner maybe maybe maybe, maybe. suburbia maybe. or more yeah rural. yeah but um and then in new york you don't need a flashlight mm-hmm. to, if you can, if it's too dark to see you do not want to stick your hand in there <laughs> and then owns a hot water heater has gone down a little bit in predicting whether or not a person is white um but i found this interesting that so the researchers found across all of these dimensions that our cultural divide has remained constant throughout all of these years. The cultural divide has remained constant, and it's always been there, but it's been relatively the same in every single case except politics. So they found that, um, they said for the past 40 years, liberals and conservatives, every year they disagree more and more and more, and so we're starting to hit this boiling point oh, yeah. that... Um, 
I believe it. There's just becoming more of this disconnect every single year. When does it, how does it end? Civil war. Oh, good. Bloodshed. Okay. Catastrophe. Yeah, okay. Great. Weeping, wailing, gnashing of teeth. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all that. Fire, brimstone. Dogs, cats sleeping together. Mass hysteria. (laughs) Have you seen the advertisement for the new, I think it's uh, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible? That was some guy, there's a scene, and this is on the trailer, where he said something pretty interesting. It's like, um, you don't bring about, like, great times of peace and change without something really awful. And the more peace and change and happy, the more awful you have to have. So I'm way paraphrasing that. But I, that kind of stayed with me over the course of a couple of days. And I was thinking, I'm like, is that what we're going to have to do? Is it going to be really bad? Historically, yeah. Really was, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it'll be. <coughs> yes, it will be. I, I was concerned about your, um, uh, the stats, and I, I hate, I have them in the new book, and I can't remember what they are now, but um, there's stats now to where you can tell um, basically from your family, uh, and, and they're beginning to think it might be genetic if you are a conservative or a liberal. You can tell very, very early age, and you can tell by the structure of the family, which really made me think, well, that's not good, one. Um, Two, if it is like that, then aren't you a protected class? Aren't you a protected Mm -hmm. class? It's I can't change it. I mean, the the science is starting to come out that... You don't, you rarely change. Liberal and conservative rarely flip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, if it is genetic in us, we're all a protected class. And so we'd all have to shut up <laughs> against each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd have to let us speak. Yeah. Uh, let's end this on a good note. So have you guys seen Jerry Seinfeld's new, he just released another one of his comedians in Cars Getting Coffee for 2018. Um, so we've seen him recently out in the news. He's kind of spoken up. He's like, I would call him quiet, but outspoken. Would you agree with that? He kind of interjects a little bit a little of bit. common yeah. sense here and there in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has this new show and he's talking to different comedians and they try to kind of get into politics sometimes and he doesn't let them. Mm-hmm. So let's watch this. Because the world is such a scary place right now, like mm-hmm. in so many ways. And you have children and there's North Korea and there's fires, there's storms. It just overwhelms me with like dread. Like, do you go to those places? No. You don't? No. You know, I, I, my attitude is that each generation kind of gets this thing dumped in your lap yeah. to deal with. Right. Not, if I talk to your kids, I, when I meet them, yeah. I'll ask them what they think. I don't really care what they think. See? <laughs> That's my favorite. I don't really care what they think. No, like um, and I think that he brings up an interesting point that, you know, everyone right now is just, it's Trump derangement syndrome, you yeah. know, on he the, the highest. It. Yeah. He was just interviewed by uh, Letterman a, while, a few weeks ago. And Letterman said, so are you, when you're out doing your show, are you, are you doing a lot of Trump jokes? He's like, no. No. No, I have zero interest in that. Well, what do you talk about? Raisins. <laughs> talk about raisins. <laughs> it was really funny. And then he explained what he says about raisins. And he, he's funny, and he just doesn't want to go there. It's brilliant. I don't know if the guy's conservative or liberal, but 
what a great idea to just keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to keep your fan base. Right. Well, and I mean, to, to make the point that, hey, every generation gets things dumped in their laps that they don't want to have to take care of. And somehow, right. you know, we take care of it and we move on. And I think the last thing that we need to be teaching the uh, millennials is that they have it the worst of all time. I wish I, I, wish I could remember the quote. It, it was in the first Lord of the Rings movie that came out right after September 11th. And remember, they, edit, they re-edited the promo for it. And um, it was Frodo, I think, wasn't he the one? Frodo. Uh, and he was saying to Gandalf, I don't want this responsibility. I don't want this ring. And Gandalf said... No one wants this. No one ever wants it. But it's your time to take it. And it, it, it always it's just still gives me goosebumps thinking about it. it, it we all face it. it. Every generation has to choose it themselves. Yeah. We're in mm-hmm. the moment of choosing. Yeah. Every president gets something unexpected dumped in their lap. Yeah. Every one of them, something huge they have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, okay. Blaze subscribers, remember to tweet us your questions using the hashtag TheBlazeY. We have made it so that only you, as a Blaze subscriber, can ask the questions. So thanks so much for being a subscriber. Glenn, you kind of inadvertently already answered this question earlier in the show. But Dan was asking about when he can get your your new book. September 18th. You can buy it online right now. Uh, September 18th. So pre-order it. Yeah, I'm actually going to try to handpick about 20 people who are subscribers to The Blaze uh, and send it out to them early. Um, I think I'm sending it to you today um, to read. You two, buy it. It's in books. (laughs) September 18th, it's really, it's, it's, um, right now it's over 400 pages. I'm trying to pull it back some, Um, but it's the meatiest work I've ever done. Awesome. All right. Well, we will look forward to it, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.